seem to be blow after blow these days for many homeowners. Mortgage rates set to go up another 0.75 percentage points, adding 900 to repayments on a typical mortgage, whatever a typical mortgage means. Sean Corbett says, Director Mortgage 123 and Dave Kelly, Regional Manager at Mortgage ABC, are here. Uh, morning to you. Uh, Sean, bit of a nightmare, particularly if you're on a tracker. Uh, the, the good days are gone. They are. It's, it's, a, it's an eye-opener to start and end. And indeed, we've had communication already that tracker rates are are affected immediately, i.e. Uh, people will see their rates going up from uh, October, November, uh, even with the likes of KBC who are exiting the market. And, and you're right, uh, Joe, a 200k mortgage over 25 years, you're going to see that rise by around about €72 Euros per month. So... So it's it's happening, and trackers are not looking as good as they used to look. Right. So Dave Kelly, you know, does everyone on a tracker fix, accepting that you're going to lose your tracker rate if you fix? Good morning, Joe. Um, I suppose that really depends on the amount of tracker outstanding for each individual customer. Um, as Sean has just alluded to, there is a significant potential for increase on anybody that's holding a tracker mortgage at the moment. So we would really encourage everybody to contact their broker or their financial advisor and review the options available to them immediately, especially given the potential for further increases uh, in October and December, as alluded to yesterday. Right. But the thing is, why are banks saying, if you want to switch from a tracker to a fixed, that when you come out of the fixed, they won't give you back the tracker? Well, that's really, I suppose, um, stemming from the original mortgage that the client would have taken out at that point in time. So contractually, the customer usually would have signed into a, a mortgage product whereby if they want to fix it at any point, they are actually going to waive the right to retain the tracker. So like that, if they are potentially coming off a fixed rate and they're going to lose the tracker, they need to, I suppose, speak to their financial advisor and look and see what other options are available out there for switching. Yeah, I mean, Sean Corbett, you know, you and Dave and other experts are pretty clear on variables, which is fix them and fix them now if you haven't done it already. But you're not quite as certain on trackers for some reason. No, look, trackers uh, trackers were were still very attractive after the last rate rise. Uh, a 0.75% rise now, yeah, they're not so attractive anymore. And it depends on what fixed rates are out there in the market compared to trackers you've got. Because not all trackers were the same. Just remember that some trackers, the, the difference when they go up, some trackers now are not very attractive. So so as, as we said there, it's important to explore your options. But the reason, though, you can't go back into your trackers is they don't exist anymore. Um, the banks got badly stung by historical low levels of interest over a period of time. The banks were effectively lending money at zero almost. Uh, and that's why trackers will never come around again. And then you had the tracker scandals, um, which cost banks a lot of money. But, so. but the, one thing, the thing I don't quite understand about that then, um, Dave Kelly, is that if, if that's true, then why do they allow you to move from a variable to a fixed and back to the variable again? Well, they set their margins based on the fixed term. So the banks are, I suppose, banking really on the amount of interest you're going to pay over that fixed term period. But the fact of the matter is that once you've actually come out of that initial fixed rate period, you're likely going to roll on to a higher variable rate, which obviously is in favour for the bank. Right. And Sean Corbett, uh, the non-bank lenders are suggesting that on variables, they will pass on this increase. But the three main banks 
they swallowed the first one and they seem to be suggesting they might swallow the 0.75% as well without passing it on. I'm, I'm not sure they will, Joe, uh, for the simple reason. Look, rates have gone up now 0.75. That means deposits in banks. They will now have to start paying customers for having their savings in the banks. If the banks now are returning money back to people who've got large deposits in the banks, they're going to pass that cost on somewhere. And and I've had it on very good authority from one of the major banks yesterday that they will have to consider what they're doing now with their fixed rate products. Uh, and, and, And that's going to be a complete nightmare. There are huge delays within the banks at the moment on on issuing approvals, on issuing mortgage offers. And, and those poor people who are stuck in that, if rates go up in the meantime, they're not guaranteed the rate they sign up for when they when they actually do their mortgage application. It could be a higher rate down the track that they actually get. Really? So, uh, uh, sorry, is that at the application point or is it the letter of offer? If you've had your letter of offer, does it hold for six months at the rate you were offered? No. And it hasn't done with, with the likes of the non-pillar banks. They, they will give a date, uh, as, as Avant Money have done, and as ICS Mortgage have done in the past, where they say, you've got an offer at 2%, for instance. If you don't draw down by the 29th of September, for example, you will then be reassessed on the higher fixed rates, and you will not get the rate you signed up for, which, which is scandalous, but that's what's happening out there. And does that apply to when they've offered you a fixed rate? Absolutely. Right. So even if you have a letter of offer that says it lasts for six months, you could still get stung? Absolutely. Yeah, that's very worrying. And I mean, in fact, there's a, a listener here who's saying, uh, how long is this going to last, Joe? It's absolutely crippling families. Uh, really concerned listeners, the way this person describes it. And, and uh, I mean, Dave, you can just feel the anxiety rising, can't you? Absolutely. And we've seen that across the board in the volume of switcher inquiries we're receiving in over the last number of weeks. And that's set to grow, um, especially with the growing fears around further increases at the ECB. Um, I would agree fully with Sean there and what I would uh, strongly urge any customer to do either on a variable rate, a tracker rate, or of course if they're coming up to the end of a fixed rate period, then would be to contact their financial broker and see what options are available. And just going back to the point around the letter of offer and the approval in principle piece, it is absolutely crucial that people give themselves enough time before their fixed rate is due to expire because people do tend to forget that the process does take quite some time and even by the time you've got your approval in principle or offer, you still have to then liaise and go through the legal piece as well. So that's where the delays are being caused largely. So you need to give yourself at least 8 to 12 weeks before your fixed rate is due to expire. Um, so contact your broker straight away if you're coming to right. the fixed rate. Right, tough times and at a time when, honestly, we would need um, people to be spending more in the economy after COVID. Understandably, the household budgets have been carefully looked at right now. Uh, thank you to Dave Kelly, Regional Manager at Mortgage ABC and Sean Corbett, Sales Director, Mortgage 123, for joining us. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.